Not-So-Fantasy Football, a loser's guide to FBL with Rob and Yanis. Welcome, FPL players. This is Not-So-Fantasy Football on Uzo Radio. You are listening to Rob and... Yanis. <laughs> From the grave. Is this Yanis 1 or is this Yanis 2? It's Yanis 1. And okay. uh, I won't be speaking that much today. Because I don't <laughs> want to cause any extra cough from this uh, nightmare situation I have been through yeah. this last week. You've got your top off again, so I'm guessing you're, you're, uh, you're maybe flu symptoms, you're a bit too warm, so you're just airing yourself. Exactly, that's the case. I don't know how you know about that, but yes, this is, uh, this is the situation. <laughs> uh, joke aside... The the one thing that we we keep saying and it's it's kind of funny because it it has the that stay safe stay tuned, but the stay safe is very very important and um, I have to admit that I never expected it to be that harsh with the mild symptoms that I had. I mean yeah. I wasn't dangerously. I mean I didn't have to go to the hospital thank God, but still it has been very very hard. So. Yeah. Please be careful. It's not a joke. I hope whoever gets it to be even luckier and have no symptoms. But please do be careful. And I think we can put a full stop to that and forget about it. Agreed. And I think it also shows just what footballer is, footballers are going through. You know, these people are, when they do get it, they are diagnosed with it. Walker Hills on Christmas Day. Uh, was announced that he he'd got it as well. So when these players do contract it, they might be fine. They are fit young athletes, uh, but they also might not be fine. So um, take that into account. Um, and you know, it's a game where you can be harsh like that, and it doesn't affect anyone. So don't be afraid to get rid of players because they are struggling in that respect. Uh, they're not going to take it personally. They're still going to get their paycheck, and you're still going to support them in the same sort of way. But yeah. So, how was your week? Yeah, what a week. This, I mean, well, you say week, it's two days, isn't it? It's two days. And there are two (laughs) more coming right at the corner. Deadline is tomorrow, guys, at 11.30, is it? Is it 11.30 or 11? We we can check about that. Just doing that now. So am I. It's it's 1.30. Number 1.30. It's 1.30. So, yeah, we've got a bit of time. Yeah, more uh, than half a day, so exactly. we can think of our <laughs> strategies. Yeah, over everything. 12 hours, perfect. Um, how has your team done, Yanis? My team has done... Um, there are two ways to look at it. Badly, mm-hmm. as a wildcard team, mm-hmm. because as we said last time, we had wildcarded. So mm-hmm. I got a 49 in total. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this wild card was not made just this week, so it's a long plan. I will know if it was successful by the end of game week uh, 19, 20, something like that. Let's say 26. This is, you know, this is a wild card that's built to get you through the next 10 game weeks, at least. Yes, yes, because considering... 
we were talking about this double game week that is a big uh, trap ahead of us mm -hmm. that if you play it well it might give you a lot of uh, boost and, um, and green arrows but you may make mistakes by getting all the players from the double game week and then not being able to get rid of them on time yeah. so the general plan of my um, wildcard because we didn't have the time to talk about that was that I would need to have those uh, 15 players that I will gradually want one by one after game week 20 let's say to change mm -hmm. and eventually end up with 11 of them or 10 of them by game week 26 something like that yeah yeah, yeah definitely so the plan might change now slightly because of one injury that I already have in my team mm -hmm. and it's Matip who thankfully gave me a seven pointer just before he got out uh, I won't even talk about the timing of his substitution <laughs> but I think the epic general would uh, has got a couple of words to say about your I'm, I sure I oh, yes um, the captaincy problem is the one that worries me because mm -hmm. it's kind of like a sequence now for me yeah, and I haven't had good captaincies for over two, three weeks and Salah was my bad captaincy. It is justified that I chose him. Uh, I don't regret it, but I'm a bit worried because that's what makes a huge difference and especially when I had... Fernandez as my vice captain, who got a twelve pointer, that kind of hurt. Uh, on... Not been so hugely in favour of one captain since I'd argue the very first game week. Salah was captain by, I think it was something ridiculous, like eighty percent of the actual game itself. Yeah. Let alone, um, you know, the top one hundred thousand, the top ten thousand. He was, you know, captained by. So many people. I'm going to get the actual stat here. Um, it, it, but it was unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. And it turns out the only, the right one to the captain was actually um, Fernandez. Yes, because everyone else kind of blanked. Everyone blanked. The other thing right. that worries me, and I'm just giving you time to find that stat, yeah. is that my bench, now especially that I've preparing for the bench boost has uh, already I think it's 26 points yeah <coughs> sorry uh, so 26 points on the bench is a bit too much for a yeah. total of 49 it's but more than half argue, okay Ward Prowse is a good <coughs> player and the problem with players like Ward Prowse is he's very he can haul against anyone. So, like, if you have him on the pitch against the weaker teams, it's not guaranteed that he's going to haul. And the same is that with Suchek. So I've got Suchek and Lukman, and I don't really... And I will play those fixtures, and I'll be happy to play a good Fulham fixture, which they don't seem to have many of, and a good uh, West Ham fixture, and hope for the best. And I got lucky this week, because I had Suchek playing, and I had Lukman on the bench. Uh, whereas you have a slightly more expensive player and that leads you to want to have him on the pitch. 
the the problem as well was that my consideration was more of having Adams out instead yeah. of Ward Prowse, and I want I want Ward Prowse at least for the double game week. Uh-huh. So Adams failed to score, and that was a big hit. So close. He literally he just ran a bit too fast towards the uh, <coughs> the ball. So he was so so close. Take it easy, man. Don't worry. Um, yeah, that we have very similar teams now, which is a problem with this wild card. I've got Stones and you've got Matip. Um, but yeah, I also have the problem with Adams. I got Bamford's return. You got Bamford's return. I got Salah's blank. You got Salah's blank. Um, so I and, and made Bru- the decision. You don't have Bruno, but you have Kane. No. So I made the decision this week because I saw Bruno had a tougher fixture against Leicester, and uh, KDB had an easier fixture against <laughs> Newcastle. No, Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. Um, I've made the decision to keep KDB for another week and to use one of my transfers this week, KDB to Bruno. Um, Sadly, I missed the prize rise of Bruno. I've gotten for it now, so I'm going to not get the price drop of KDB. But I am 0.1 out from that, which is a little bit annoying. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough one, really. Um, but because we've got transfers post-wildcard, I factored some of those into my moves. And actually, it should have benefited me, but it actually shot me in the foot. And Fernandez returned with, what, 11 points? 12. Um, yeah, 12. And uh, KDB returned <laughs> with a three-pointer. Would I you have about my captaincy choice. Sorry? Want me to moan about my captaincy choice? Yes, I'm waiting. <laughs> so uh, I moaned in advance to Yanis. So Christmas is one of those times where you spend time with the family and you spend time with people that you love and you don't want to necessarily be on your phone at all times, checking, making moves, doing things like that. And for that reason, that was one of the main reasons for me wildcarding last week, along with the fact that it was a week, so you had a bit more time to catch price rises, things like that. But uh, I didn't want to be wildcarding today and tomorrow because I knew that I wouldn't be focused on it and I wouldn't have the time to focus on it. Um, so exactly what I didn't want to happen happened. I was prepping my team so that it looked really nice for Twitter. And I was doing the whole thing where you sub a guy out to, to move the expensive players to the left of your team. And I'd set my team up with Salah as captain. I told you podcasters, you wonderful pod- podcast listeners, that I was going to be captaining Salah. And then as I moved the players in and out, I had to obviously sub Salah off to get him to the far left. So I subbed him off. The captaincy moved, and uh, it it moved to KDB, and I didn't check, and my team looked nice, and I was like perfect, so I clicked OK, and then I thought, ah, oh, just just log on, just at eleven oh five or something. Obviously, can't get on because it's updating. Eleven fifteen comes, and I see that Kevin De Bruyne is my captain, and I pretty much break down on Yanis. I'm like, ah, it's so annoying. I'm so annoyed. Ah, I give him, I give him the full guns. Because uh, Salah against West Ham is a no-brainer. West Brom, sorry. This is a game where Salah is going to return massive points. We've all told you that. We, we were all expecting that. And um, 
what actually happened was KDB got three points because of his clean sheet, and Salah got two points because Liverpool conceded against Sami JJ. So I, I tweeted this morning. I, I, I don't know what's, I don't know what his surname is. <laughs> Sammy, um, Sam and Sammy. Um, I tweeted this morning my prayers out to the Twitter gods, like Yanis would do in this sort of situation, and the Twitter gods helped me. I'm so glad that you're following my example. Yeah, the Twitter gods came to my rescue. My tweet was, I am hoping for a, what, Big Sam Masterclass and the Salah Blank today. Um, it kind of worked, yeah. yes. And it was a Salah Blank and a Big Sam Masterclass. So does One that... of the 7% that are begging for Salah to Blank and Allardyce have a Masterclass, yeah. And it worked. One thing that raises, a question that is raised, I think, after those games. Are we going to treat the games as easy and difficult? Because I don't I, see something like that happening. Yeah. It's, it's so difficult to call these fixtures at the minute. Teams are dropping points left, right and centre. You know, Tottenham go through the hard fixtures, Man City, Chelsea... And then they get so close to coming out the other side, they lose to Liverpool, they lose to Leicester, and all of a sudden they've dropped six places from first to sixth. And now they're, you know, they've drawn to Wolves. Now Manchester United are above Spurs, and after Spurs thrashed them six one, you wouldn't expect them to be anywhere near that position. But it's a, yeah, it's a very unusual season. There's a lot of movement, and I don't think the table will end up where it currently sits at all. And especially with, with all those fixtures now that are going to be so tight, in between 20 days we'll have six, five different game weeks. Yeah. And the rotation is inevitable. Players are getting injured. So maybe, maybe it's a chance of just going wild and not trying to overthink it. Because you never know. Because I planned this whole wild card and tried to plan every transfer from now up to game week 26. I, yeah. I sent you that chart. It kind of... Yeah. Of course you need to do that because you need to to plan and uh, have a strategy for the money yeah. as well for to see what is possible, what not. Mm-hmm. But suddenly things change because Matip for me is out. So I probably need to swap him to Diaz. Which was yeah. my the other way around I, thinking. I have a look. There's also Chelsea defenders that might be worthwhile because you're going to get a double game weaker. But you could also, if Matip's out, you could also go for one of the, the Liverpool defenders that would be in that position. So, yes, yeah. Williams. You just need to. We need to see how long he's out for. But with the day turnover, we don't have the. T- so exactly. It, so, um, you did you say about your returns? Uh, I didn't. I'm hoping for a solid 53, I guess. But yeah, just continue with that point. The difficulties of these games, the difficulties of planning are that you can plan as best you can and the game can still ruin things for you. So, it is a game of luck as much as a game of skill. You can do certain things to maximise your, your chances. You can make silly decisions, but also 
you can be very casual, not blind to the thing, and still come out at the top of the league if you want to. I'll tell you the perfect example. My bus team, you know the bus team, yeah. there's the... I've got a team that I've uh, built with players that are below 14%. So it's good players, not always the best, but yeah. anyway, but they um, they are not in many teams. I yeah. probably will need to change a few of them because they've risen. Um, yeah. So this team, which is a set and forget for like five weeks now, has Leno. Eight points. Mm -hmm. Cresswell, four. Rhys Williams, uh, Van Arnold, Dallas and Dyer uh, defense. But I only got six points out of them because Dallas and Dyer were on the bench. Yeah. And then, listen at this midfield. Sterling, six. Suchek, seven. Ten with a bonus, actually. It's not even including that. Mane, 14. Rushford, seven. And my attack is Watkins... Uh, Jesus and Adams. Jesus didn't play, yeah. so Eze is coming in for him. So it's already 65 points from the bus team. And this is what we mean. You might be making plans, my proper team, which I have invested time and and a lot of thought on, got a 49 and with a wild card. And the team yeah. that I didn't even make a change got 65. So... Have you not wildcarded that team yet? Or you, you no, 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 I haven't. I, I have to do that by tomorrow. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting. I think you're, you're completely right. I think what we need to do is focus on having fun. You know, focus getting those players in that you want to watch, getting those players in, you know, try and aim for this double game week, but it's definitely not the be-all and end-all. You are going to see players that don't have two games score bigger than the people that you have on your bench that have two games. The easiest two games, you know, you're going to have a West Ham player that has got um, Burnley and West Brom that is going to score less than six points. And you're going to have... Dyer, uh, possibly. You know, Asper yeah. You're going to have Spurs players... With one clean sheet, he's done. Players, up players... You're going to have a lot of players that have single games. So don't... Don't <coughs> just your prices don't destroy your team to try and get around this uh, session you know keep keep going with what you've got and try and have fun with it before we finish with that whole um, wild card section and it's pr it's probably something to talk on a different time yeah. it's the value the team value we haven't talked much about it no. And it's, there's a debate, of course. Uh, I'm not good at it at all. I believe um, in such a good year that I'm having and being that high and getting so many points, having 102 million in total is pretty bad. Oh, I'm below you. Are you below that? Yeah, I'm not even on 102. I'm... I'm yeah. Around 101.6 or something like that. I'm one point. I'm 101.5 with 0.5 at the bank. That's why I'm, I'm, yeah, rounding it up. But I've seen some crazy numbers of even 105 or something like that. I yeah. don't know if there's a right way or wrong way. Apparently, there's not because if you check the winner 
of every year. It's not that their their team value has gone crazy or anything. Yeah. But during wild cards, it's something that does make a difference. It does. Because if you consider that us two, let's say we're round 102, mm-hmm. and we were wildcarding along with other people who were 104, it means that those 2 million might be able to get you, instead of covered lewing uh, a Vardy. Yeah. Which is what I can't yeah. do now, for instance. Yeah. So it's something that we can talk on a different um, episode. It's it's important to, to <laughs> consider. But I think if you spend all your time chasing the players that are rising, in my, in my own personal opinion, you are always going to be hitting the player that played well in the last game week and not the player who's going to play well in the game week going forward. So if you play the game to get the price rises, in theory, you will do well. If you play the game well, in theory, you should get the price rises as a... Do you know, does that make yeah, sense? as a result. You get the price rises if you play the game well because other people, your players will do well. Then you will... Then people will want your players, then they will rise in price. But if you're focusing on the player that did well in the last game week, then it's the it's the bad way. You should always be looking forward. There's a very good example. Uh, this James from Planet FBL yeah. has been consistent. And I, you remember, I've been talking about it from the beginning of the year, of having Suchek in my team. Yeah. And he said, I'm not worrying I'm not worried. He's he's gone down in price, four point eight. He went at some point. Yeah. I don't mind. He will rise. It's for sure that he will rise because he's such a good asset. And now he's five point one. Yeah. And I think he's gonna go crazy. Yeah. Now, if you're a price rise getter, you would have got him in four point eight because you would see that he is gonna rise. He's fallen to a silly level, but. James hasn't made a lot of money out of him. James hasn't made any more money out of him than we have because we got him in at five million on our wild card. But yeah, people could have made, you know, point two million on him because of the fact they've gone with someone that, you know, someone else, and they got him in at four point eight. But you have to make transfers at exactly the right time, and that's not necessarily the best transfer for your team. So, and I think it it slightly is a different game if you go for the prices. It's kind of more yeah. of a manager, of a director of football, of a team. Yeah. We're not interested in that that much. We, we want to see the points. We want to see those things. Yeah, the fun football. <coughs> exactly. Okay. You've got Bamford in, you know. Bamford's in, Bamford's going up in price. Oh, well, I haven't got him in because he's going up in price. He's going up in price because he's doing well. We put him in because we expect him to keep doing well. That's, you know, it's a result of what we're doing. It's cause and effect. We're not, yeah. We're going for the, the good points and we're getting price rises from that, hopefully. But yeah, I wouldn't base your game around price rises unless that was all you wanted to do and that would be your fun for the year. If you wanted to have the highest priced team, I think that would be a fun thing to do one year where you don't focus on getting any points, you just focus on getting price rises and you lose as many points as you can because you're, keep, you're going to keep transferring in for price rises. But yeah, 
that's just something completely different. Yeah. So yeah. Good. Um, so I'm giving my rundown on my team. I'm pretty sure uh, if everything goes the way it should be going, I'm on a total game week score of 53, which puts me on a slight green arrow under 500,000 again. I've been flirting with that line for quite a while. But yeah, um, 53 puts me above the average of 41. Potentially, it might be a bit higher than that towards the end. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with how my game week's gone. I got lucky that Salah blanked. I'm not going to lie. Um, it was one of those mistakes I completely regretted. I got very lucky that he blanked. Uh, and those two points didn't you know, hurt me at all. Had it been any other game week, any other person, mm-hmm. I could have got a massive rank boost if, if I had Fernandez and Captain Tim, for example. Um, so it does show that risks can pay off, but you've just got to accept that sometimes they don't pay off as well, you know? Um, Suchek got me 10 points. He wasn't on my bench. I got lucky and benched all the players that scored low for me. Um, and McCarthy got me a clean sheet. Johnston got me two points. You know, um, Bamford got me eight points. Suchek's got me, uh, yeah, 10 points. Um, Kane has blanked. Adam has, Adams has blanked. De Bruyne, Son, Salah blanked. Robertson blanked. So, Actually, all of my expensive players have let me down yeah. and all of my cheap players yeah. have played me in. That's a good yeah. social uh, message that you can send away. It doesn't matter for the value. Yeah. In this game week, if I'd have captained one of my cheaper players, I would have... You know, if I'd have captained Bamford, like I'd saw, seen a couple of people or you know, a couple of others, you would have been called crazy. You were coming out this game week with a rank boost. Yeah. So I still think we have a green arrow. Have you? Have you not got a green arrow? I think I've got a green arrow. Yeah. yeah. Small. Which but is yeah. good. Which is good. So what about so, next week, <laughs> which is tomorrow? Next game week. Uh, I'm pretty ready for it. I'm happy with my team. I've got my captaincy sorted. It is currently on Salah against Newcastle away. Don't um, change it. Sorry? Don't change it. I'm not moving. It all looks pretty, so I'm happy how it is. Um, I've got McCarthy against West Ham over Johnston against Leeds. Um, I've got Dallas and Bamford against West Brom. Um, So, yeah, I don't want Johnston to uh, play, basically, because I want my other to score. Stones against Everton is a worry. I'm not entirely sure Stones will play which means I've got to make sure my bench is in the right order. So I've got Taylor against Sheffield United on my bench, um, which I'm really happy with, actually. Because of the quick turnaround, I wouldn't be surprised if Laporte comes into Stones. But we'll see. (coughs) Stones played with again. I was really happy with Stones. Uh, Robertson, Newcastle, Fernandez Wolves. Son against Fulham, looking for returns there. Suchek against Southampton. This is going to be a tough one. Sufal is on my bench in last position because I'm really worried about Southampton. I think, I'm not sure they won't concede, but I am pretty sure they're going to score. Um, they're just, they just look very deadly. 
Um, Kane against Fulham, I, you know, he's on in my team for this reason. For these next two fixtures, yeah. Kane is. Uh, if he doesn't get penalty returns, because Fulham conceded ridiculous penalties, uh, I'm hoping he can get in and bully these Fulham defenders. They need to at some point to make a big win. Yeah. Spurs or <laughs> or Fulham? No, I was hoping for Spurs, but <laughs> yeah, true. I like Fulham. I think they've been playing very well. Uh, I'm not looking forward to Spurs playing them. That's why I've not captained Kane because um, it is a captainable fixture. Let's be honest. It is. But as a Spurs fan, you're always pessimistic about how they're going to do. And having two Spurs players in my team right now is not a place I like being in. <laughs> yeah, and not having three of them. By captain yeah. here. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, you're done with your team, right? Yeah, that's it. I've got the triple Southampton, which mm-hmm. is dodgy, but I will I will stick to that for now. <coughs> so it's McCarthy. Um, and the defence, I'm starting with Taylor this time. I've missed so many points of him on the bench. Yeah. And I think that both a clean sheet and attacking return might be uh, on schedule for him. Robertson as well. So my, the Matip, I don't know if I will swap him to either a Diaz, although I don't like the fact that they're playing against um, Everton. Mm-hmm. I would also go easily for a Chelsea one, for a Zuma. Mm-hmm. I can't go for Chilwell. No. I've got six million. <clears throat> so, the other choice would be if we find out by tomorrow that Matip is not out for long, I might mm-hmm. just bench him and start Dallas mm-hmm. and then I hold didn't... him for the next week. But the problem is that, again, I won't need any transfers for next week, so... I don't want to be rolling transfers for no reason. Oh, uh, no. If, if, you, if you cannot see a clear reason to transfer, I would take two transfers in game week 17. Instead you know, of doing the free hit? Yes. But no, I can't do that because my, my team is built for game week... Uh, oh, you mean for 17? Yeah. Yes, you're right. Because then you've got two transfers. They come in for game week 19. They do 17 and 19. And there are so many people with good fixtures. But that's the whole point. This is the team that I would like to have even in 19. I don't want to change them already for 19. It's kind of... But I might might need to, actually. My my main thought would be to change uh, DCL to Vardy. Yeah. This, This was my original thought. Anyway, Son, Fernandez, Salah, and Ward Prowse at uh, midfield. Yeah. <coughs> Salah as the captain. Adams, Bamford, and DCL um, at front. Mm-hmm. So if Matip doesn't play, it's going to be Dallas in his place. If not, mm-hmm. I'll bring a Chelsea defender who's going to stay for the next game weeks. Yeah. I just checked Twitter and people are reporting a groin injury that Matty could be four weeks. Yeah. So it that's, might be a good opportunity. Yeah, that's a quick check of maybe, Twitter. Maybe. Especially if I know that he's not playing. 
Yeah. I could swap him for someone way cheaper. And that will give me the money to make DCL into Vardy. Or yeah, even true. Kane. Because he's at 5.5. Yeah, it's not an easy swap. The so I, if I were you, I'd be looking <coughs> at one of the United defenders. Because they've, got, they've now got Wolves, Villa, Liverpool annoyingly, Fulham, Sheffield, Arsenal. They've got... It's either not side bad. of this double game week, they're very good. You've got Maguire at 4.5.4. You've got Juan Misaka, but you've also got Lindelof, who scored. But he's injured. Or, or assisted. Did it, no, he's, he played like. He got out. Okay. He got subbed out. Subbed off. Uh, and the, yeah. the guy who came in was the one where the ball deflected on his foot and, and uh, Vardy equalised. Uh, okay. Uh, Tunitsebe. Tunitsebe, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'll think of it. I've got tons of time till tomorrow morning. <coughs> and uh, I think that I will um, put a pause to my talking now because it's it's, okay. it's becoming a bit hard. Yeah. Hazardous. We'll call it hazardous. <coughs> um, that's fair. Yeah, I think you're right. I think taking it... Taking a, a saving a transfer in preparation for seventeen to get to nineteen is good, but if you want to use a transfer for Matip, that's also very viable. What's important to know is if you're planning to free hit in eighteen, you don't get a rolled transferred in nineteen. Can you elaborate? No. Because I can't speak. Yeah, rolling <coughs> you lose that transfer from seventeen, and you know if you use your free hits. You don't get a transfer or a rolled transfer. So in 19, if game week 17, you don't make a transfer. You, in 19, you only have one free transfer to make. If in game week 17, you've got two transfers and you, you make one and you roll one, you still only have uh, one transfer in 19. Because game week 18, as a free hit, it's one of the negatives to the chip. It's just what it does. Uh, so yeah, be very, very careful with that. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to my free hit team. It's going to be good to put that together, have a little bit of fun with that. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm tipping Manchester United for the next couple of game weeks to have some very good results. City have got a bad couple of... Game week 16 and 17 look bad, but then from then on, you want to be on City players again. They've got another good run. So yeah. It's uh, it's exciting this couple of coming weeks. Who are you picking for your watch list battle? Ooh, I wasn't expecting that. Let's go straight for that. <coughs> of course. Do you want to start with your defenders? Uh, okay. Defenders. Yes. What are we doing? Defenders. As I've just tipped our wonderful... Um, uh, I'm going to go with Burnley defender. I'm going to go with... I think I can go with Tarkovsky or Ben Mee. Let me just check their prices quick. Um, yeah, Tarkovsky is 5.3. Yeah. Mee is 4.9. I'd go with Ben Mee. Ben Mee. I yeah. will go with... Bellerin. Ooh, good one. Against Brighton. Ooh, He's 5.1. Yeah, 
Is he allowed? Yeah, 5.4. He's allowed, yes. Good. So he, that's um, him. We're up to 8 million on midfielders. Uh, and I think uh, midfield, I will go with... Uh, I've got a good one. You've got a good one for your midfield, have you? Yeah. Is it any chance? Sorry? Is it Rafinha? No. I think I'm going to go with Rafinha. I will go for Lucas Moura. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if he'll start, but I don't because of the know, quick turn, maybe you're right, yeah. Yeah, okay, strikers, who you going for? Huh. That's, that's a good one. And it's tough, isn't it? It is tough. But I've got this um, feeling. I will go with McGoldrick. McGoldrick against Burnley. <laughs> you know you're that I... Against, you want your player to score against me, don't you? Exactly. And you know that I always like the underdogs in this battles. Because I'm never going to get him in my team, so I should do it in the battles. True. I'm going to go with... I can't bring myself to do it. No, I'm not going with Christian Benteke. <laughs> not that crazy. It, it was close. That was a close one, you know. Really close shave there. Um, oh. Yeah, it's going to be... Um, <laughs> this is really tough. Um, Aki Barnes. Good. That's two from the same team. I'm not entirely sure if I like that. <coughs> We're going to be watching that game very, very carefully. Yeah, very carefully. Oh, no, no. I'm going to go with Haller. I'm going to go with Sebastian Haller because then it's not, uh, you know, not the same team. For an overhead bicycle kick. Yes, exactly. That's what we want. My goodness. If someone is listening to this podcast for the first time listening us suggesting McGoldrick and Haller you need to understand <laughs> these are the battles <laughs> we are much so better than that yeah exactly the battles are all about um, fun each game, tipping a player to score points in the next game week Yanis uh, treats them as a bit more of a fun game and too often wins which proves our point that you can just as a more casual player, you can win without doing a lot of research. Um, I take them fairly seriously <laughs> and still don't, don't come out any better. So, uh, yeah. Uh, these are our tips for this game week. Please um, be very delicate with them. Don't transfer all of your team out to get these players in. Uh, that would be a Some of them show. have double game weeks. They might want them. Exactly, exactly. Hello, he's in there, right? McGoldrick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, McGoldrick doesn't have a double. He's okay. got Tottenham. Okay. Oh, even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll concede against anyone at the minute. But I think that wraps us up, doesn't it? It does, it does. Right. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, I apologise for the state of my voice. No, you're doing well, man. You're doing well. 
make sure you stay safe and healthy. Everyone has to stay safe, safe, and of course tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Because we've got still a lot to do. Indeed, halfway through. Yes. No. Almost. Almost. Eighteenth, yeah. isn't it? Nineteenth. Game week nineteen. Is, yeah. No, no, thirty-eight. So it's game week six. Nineteen. Yeah, oh, yeah, nineteen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ill, but I can count. Yeah, no, yeah. I can't count, and I'm not ill, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure I'm so bad at the game, right? Good. Have a good one, guys. Take care, um, guys. Everyone have green arrows. Goodbye. Bye, bye. Radio.